big uh, news in golf, but a uh, big event in cricket tonight, of course, as the World Test Championship gets underway. This time around, it's Australia and India at the neutral venue of the Oval in London. And uh, one bloke who will uh, have some thoughts about it, I'm sure, because he played in the last one where New Zealand beat India outright in Southampton is Neil Wagner, who joins us on the show this morning. Wags, of course, played 63 tests for New Zealand thus far. 258 wickets at 27.50. Wags, good morning to you. Morning, Sophie. How you going? I'm going pretty good. Last time we heard of uh, Neil Wagner, you uh, had a few injury issues. How's the body, man? Yeah, really good. Thanks, mate. Um, it's been a while now. Um, it's been a pretty long slog, to be fair. It's uh, yeah, one of the bigger injuries I've had in my career. and um, Taking a bit of hard work to get, get on the other side of it, but um, feeling really strong and and actually feeling uh, stronger than what I did when I started the season last year. So it's been a lot of hard work. Um, but, yeah, the body's pretty good now. and started bowling, which is quite nice. So it sounds like uh, the mindset is very positive going forward. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, your injuries happen and it's never nice. And you've got to try and find a way of uh, getting the other side. But the mind's still fresh. And, um, yeah, got the drive to obviously do it. So the hard work... Uh, I uh, just came from the gym now, early morning uh, in the gym, and then you've got all extra things that you're trying to target those areas like Pilates and, and a few different things. It's sort of quite humbling um, to notice uh, Pilates can be that hard. Um, but, yeah, the little things that you try and do now to, to make those areas stronger that, that took a bit of, I guess, punishment over a, a number of years now, um, I guess, got weaker. Um, just getting those little areas stronger um, is quite nice to actually know that you need to improve that, and when you do... You started reaping rewards as a way sort of felt the last little while um, doing some of the strength testing has, has been quite pleasing to see that I'm stronger now than what I than what I was in the last sort of two years. So um, that's a good sign, and, and hopefully, yeah, can continue that. Wags, uh, it's been a couple of years now since uh, you guys celebrated with the Mace in the dressing room. Of course, they were COVID days. It was quite a weird sort of test match, that. Um, but um, memories of that and, and um, you know, the, the fact that uh, it's starting again tonight. Yeah, fun memories for me. Um, amazing time. I, I guess, obviously, for me, it was the pinnacle of the game. It's uh, pretty special, I think. Obviously, having got close to, to a one-day World Cup uh, or any sort of form of a World Cup, I think that was obviously my World Cup final in, in some respects. And, and I, I think in the Test Arena, I, the pinnacle of the game, I think it, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, there was a lot said about obviously uh, not knowing what it's going to be like until it happened and, and we played it and being part of a pretty special one. Um, now it seems like everyone's speaking quite highly of it and uh, it's uh, the event that everyone wants to play in. Um, so yeah, I, it doesn't feel like it's two years ago. It's sort of gone quite quickly. Um, but yeah, pretty fond memories and, and the whole trip of it, even with COVID, I sort of felt like everyone was sort of quite tight-knit and, and pretty close together and um, and with each other around the whole time in that group obviously having to be with COVID and, and things like that it just made it more so special um, but yeah just an amazing piece to be a part of So Wags it starts again tonight uh, Australia against India at the Oval now uh, uh, Southampton was a, a venue that uh, suited you guys of course it was pretty wet you had to go into the sixth day which they allow for in the World Test Championship final which was a great move but how do you see the oval in terms of uh, a playing surface for both of these two sides? Yeah, um, England is so, oh, I guess, depending on weather and and the overheads. Um, obviously, with a lot of rain around Southampton, 
was actually originally, I guess, the, the surface of the wicket there would have suited India more than, than us. I think it's the choice of quite a flat wicket that can turn and go a little bit up and under. Um, but, yeah, normally quite flat. And I guess we just, yeah, had quite a bit of weather around and the ball seemed to nip and, and move around even on that last day when, when Kane and Ross has been in together. Um, it still did all sorts. It almost felt like it did more. The, the test all went on and, and it felt pretty tough. And, and even that chase towards the end, it was the longest couple of hours of my life sitting down to me watching in, in the change room and we all sort of joked around when it got to 20 runs um, Balti sort of looked around and said hey each of us has got has got a couple of runs in the, under, surely on our belt so we surely should do this um, but even till then it was still nervous moments um, but yeah I guess the oval is similar um, big square boundaries um, but with those blocks that go on it um, you know sometimes you just lean you just lean on one you bowl a good ball and, and a guy just lean on it just races on all those big squares um, I guess the, the wicket block that's going all the way to the boundary which they train on um, it just goes so quickly so you, sometimes you bowl a pretty good ball and it just goes away for four so when the sun is out it can be quite flat um, and be quite tough and then obviously India with these spinners will come into play um, but then yeah when there's overhead and, and a bit of overcast that's sort of coming around the ball seems to do it but from what I've heard um, the oval the last sort of two years especially this year is had a lot more pace and bounce than what it's had in the past, and they try to keep a bit more grass on it. So um, that will obviously, uh, I guess, keep the seamers interested in that sense too. And sort of by the looks of things in the county setup, um, Surrey seamers have been have been enjoying it bowling out there. So um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Australia will likely lift off of that too. So who does that suit more in terms of the bowling? And, and the, you know, no Bumrah for India, but no Hazelwood for Australia. Who's Who perhaps has the stronger attack for that kind of surface? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, so I think, you know, both sides are, are you know, sort of well-balanced and then they've got pretty good seamers still, I think. Mohamed um, Shahaj and Mohamed Shami is, is two quality bowlers that, that, you know, show their worth, I guess, in the last sort of two years. And then, um, I mean, Australia's still got uh, Mitchell Stark there and I think Scott Boland will be a handful I just think of the jug ball, um, the way he swings it, and he can nip it uh, with a bit of a wobble seam that sort of nips around. It seems to be the way to go over there at the current stage and, and moment with some of not being able to put saliva and stuff on the ball um, with the jug. So sometimes tend to, if you lose the shine on him, um, not swing, and then that nip and wobble seam can come in quite handy, especially if there's a bit of grass on it. But then a guy like Michael Nisa will be quite interesting to see if he, if he plays and, and how he goes because he's... Had a lot of success, I guess, of a jug ball, and especially in England. So um, I sort of firmly believe that if India plays two spinners, that and Australia is going to go that balance set up with, I guess, green as the all-rounder. It just covers that basis more with seamers. Sometimes you're going to have to bowl quite a few overs. I remember with our final, I mean, um, we played five seamers, but all of us bowled 20-odd, 27-odd overs, um, even when it was a shortened test match. So we bowled quite a lot of overs, even... Um, having it been, uh, you know, shortened with the, the weather around. So um, I guess that's going to be the big trick is, who's, you know, what the balance of that side is. And, um, I mean, I think Australia with just Nathan Lyon and then having those other seamers who can do the job and, and someone who can just hold them in and, and bowl a lot of overs is going to keep the other guys fresh to come in and, uh, I guess, have an impact. Wags, a lot of pressure on India. Um, Raul Dravid is, is just laughing off the fact that they haven't won a global event of any kind uh, in uh, a decade now. So how much pressure on uh, on India to win this? Also, for the good of Test cricket and the longevity of Test cricket, how important do you think is that India uh, stay strong in that form of the game? 
Yeah, it's interesting. I've heard, you know, quite a lot of chat in the last little while, and, and especially from the Indian players, that, you know, test cricket is a pinnacle for them. I mean, with the IPL and all the T20 sort of leagues going around the world, and it's sort of obviously driven by a lot of the Indian franchises. A lot of the players still talk highly about test cricket, and, and that the pinnacle for them uh, personally is, is this sort of event. Um, I mean, hearing Virat speaking about it, Ravi Shastri has been quite open about it, saying that test cricket is is the, the fundamental, I guess, sort of side of it, you know, and, and if you can nail that part of your game, then you can play all the other formats, but if you only nail the short format stuff, you can't really make that move to test cricket, and that's quite true, I reckon. Um, so, I mean, hearing that from, from them uh, is quite pleasing, um, and obviously I think it's huge for them, but they obviously got, like you say, a bit of a pressure on them to try and win, uh, I guess, a, a world event. They've got a quality side for a number of years now, but just not got across the line again um, so this will be huge for them and Australia has to show that in, in world events in the past that for some reason they just keep keep showing up and keep delivering when, when it's needed um, so so yeah it's going to be an amazing contest is one that I'm definitely keen to wake up in the middle of the night for and have a watch um, I think it's uh, for me personally I think the excitement of this game is huge and, and with those two I guess heavyweight throwing it around it's going to be an interesting battle Okay so um you're opening the bowling. You've got the new ball at the Oval. <clears throat> Which lineup would you prefer to bowl to? The left-handers of, of Warner, and, and then, of course, you've got Kawaja followed up by Labashane Smith-Head. Then you go to the, the, the Indian side of thing, predominantly right-handers. You, you've got Gill, you've got Sharma, you've got uh, Pajara, then you've got uh, Kohli, and it looks like a return of Rahani, who you know very well. Uh, is, there a, is there a preference there? Is it a harder one to bowl to of, of those combinations? Funny, I'd rather bowl to India than, than Australia there, I guess. But then saying that, a moving ball, Australia sort of showed that they can get quite vulnerable when the ball sort of moves sideways, I guess, um, in a lot of ways. Uh, my personal preference, I like bowling to right-handers. Um, I know Trent will lick his lips when he gets left-handers on, on display. Um, his record against left-handers is phenomenal. But for me, right-handers in India, just the way they sometimes go quite hard of their hands out in front of their body in those conditions just screens, uh, I guess, to, to be able to find the outside edge or even the inside edge, just the way they play. Um, so for them, making that adjustment is going to be huge. Um, we found that at Southampton as soon as you can bring, I guess, both edges in with them. The way they play, they're quite risky um, and they score in different areas. But um, if you block those areas off and their hands sort of come out, then in those conditions you feel they can be vulnerable to anything off where... Australia, um, a little bit more, I guess, easier to adapt to those conditions, but they've shown their vulnerability too in, in England over the years with, um, with the jig ball too, once it starts moving around sideways. But from what I've seen, the weather forecast is meant to be pretty good and it's meant to be quite sunny um, and flat, and that's where India can be quite dangerous the way they play and, and they can score quite quickly too, which is completely under pressure. So it's really a hard one for me to pick. Um, I'd say I'd love to play against India in those conditions. And, and we're favoured to play against them. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be a pretty pretty awesome contest and, and a lot's going to play on that toss, I guess, especially having having six days at it. Just finally, Wags, uh, do you catch up with the, the Mount Syndicate there? I mean, there's so many of you black caps floating around there at the moment. Have you, have you caught up with, with Kane and his recovery or Bolty, is he back? Or do you have coffee in the mornings, you blokes? Yeah, we do. We know the coffees as much as we do. Everyone's got families and kids now and... Gosh, I have a commitment, so we don't see each other as often as we normally did when we were back in our younger days. But, well, we caught up for dinner the other day, and I saw Kane over the weekend. Um, he's moving quite well, to be honest. Um, he's got the place off, and, and he's walking around, and 
and he's looking pretty good. He's he's doing everything he can. He's working really hard in the gym, and I saw him in the gym the other day, going through faces to the physio, doing what he what he needs to do. And um, yeah, he's in a pretty good place. And yeah, Trent is uh, loving a bit of family time, having been away quite a bit. Um, haven't had his boat out on the water yet for fishing, so um, so yeah, I'm sort of trying to push him. I said the best best boat to mate's boat, but yeah, I haven't got the invite yet to, to a fishing trip, so I'm waiting for that. Good to talk to you, Wags. Great to hear personally that uh, you uh, are fully um, on your way back and uh, your, your heart and soul are still into bowling for us. That is uh, the best news of all of the morning. Uh, hey, thanks, mate. Um, go well, keep training well, and uh, we'll catch up at some stage in the future. Thanks for your time. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it, mate.